A speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, August 1st, 2022. On today's episode, I, uh, let's see. Oh, fuck, man. Shania Twain. I watched her fucking movie and shit, yo. Shania Twain. I'm feeling so insane with my brain and I put a pickle in the juice and I flip it around and you know I'm a blue. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, August 2nd, <laughs> August 1st, Monday, August 1st, 2nd, 2022. You fucking get the Jake and you go out and you fucking get you bigger, you put your fingers in the fucking sauce and you bigger out, you put the egg and then you go down to be able to taste it. I got a pickled egg. I got a pickled egg. I got a pickled egg from the Drake. There you go. There's a fucking little request from Nick. Hi, how are you? Welcome to the show. Uh, this week with Drew, the weekly podcast where uh, by Drew for Drew, where we talk about all things that happened to me. Um, how are you, though? How are you, buddy? It's already August. I've been saying this. I fucking said this a couple weeks ago. You better get out there and fucking enjoy it because the summer fucking comes by quick. And sure enough, before you know it, it's September again. You're fucking back to school and you got to get back in your routine. And uh, <laughs> shit's fucked up. So. This is just this summer, honestly, is just fucking cruising by for me. Um, I the outdoor comedy saga continues. I I am now a comedian. Oh, let's start the show with a little bit of a my Ooh, uh, okay, so um fresco okay so fresco okay how was my weekend uh oh i said week again fuck uh my weekend was good so this was what was going on i uh had a (laughs) it's like there's all sorts of fucking fests in ontario there's rib fest there's fucking beer fest there's fucking liquor fest whatever the fuck so this weekend i was at uh i was at a beer fest in muskoka which honestly, beautiful setting. We're right on the fucking river. Uh, they got all these nice, beautiful vendors and uh, and everything, and they're paying us really nice to go out there. And we had a show from three till four, and then from six till seven. Um, which honestly, like that's good thinking. Like you think the people that get there at like eleven, twelve, they're gonna be drinking all day, or whatever time it opens, and then they get a show at three, and then the, and then those people would leave around five, and then the new people would maybe show up around five, and then you flip the room, and then you get a comedy show for them at six. So they were thinking like we'd have two different crowds, but it's a small fucking community in a small town, and everybody just that was what they're doing today. <laughs> so literally, everybody showed up there like bright and fucking early. Brought their own chairs, everyone. There's food vendors, but there was also coolers. Like, people were just fucking doing whatever the fuck they wanted. Um, And, yeah. Uh, (laughs) At least there was. um, It was, like, outside regular beer festies, but there was, like, a little hill off to the right with, like, a little downhill sort of part and then a stage. So, a couple weeks ago, I did comedy at a fucking rib fest. In the in the middle of a baseball diamond on a flatbed truck at home plate, two two people that were waiting in line for the ribs at Rib Fest, and so that was fucked. But this one, at least, they had to would have had to leave the beer fest gardens or at least move around, like leave there a little bit, and then fucking come and sit down. And so the people that were there purposely came to the show. 
but obviously it's a comedy show. It's outdoors, so it's like they they satisfy like people just sit as far away from the stage of comedy. They go, oh, I, comedy is something I want to watch. It's not something I want to be a part of. It's like this weird, freaky like. I don't know. People don't want to sit in the front because they don't want to get picked on or they want to get heckled or whatever the fuck that means. I don't know. Um, But so there's like this fucking, I don't know, maybe 200 foot circle in front of me of grass but, and then a ring of people <laughs> all around the perimeter of the fucking hill, like a literal fucking ring of people. Um, and whatever I've been doing these, I'm the outdoor comedy guy. You need me outdoor comedy services, buddy. This is what I provide now. This is the world that I live in and I thrive within it. I fucking do my jokes. I go up there. I say, hi, I make them clap three times, you know, make them know that there's something going on. And then I go, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and I go, and then I just hit them with like literally the shortest fucking quickest jokes possible. Uh, because there's no room for nuance and there's no room for fucking making a point at outdoor comedy at a beer fest at three in the afternoon. There's no room for that. There's only room for fucking ba 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 da 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 da. Like that's uh, nothing else is gonna work because the the your experience is a function of your of the set and the setting, and that is the mindset and the and the place. Your experience is a function of the set and the setting. So although uh, the mindset might be there, maybe not, probably not because of the entirety of this ascended disbelief of the comedy club and blah, 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 but the setting, it's the setting, and that is an inappropriate setting for the experience. It was designed, the experience of stand-up was designed in a small little fucking place, a small little nightclub, like, you know, like it's it's meant to be small and intimate you can blow it out to theaters or even to fucking arenas um but that oh that only works because they have tv fucking monitors and they got a guy filming you the whole time and people literally they go to the show and they watch the show on the fucking big screen um even i was doing that at rage against the machine i was like looking at the screen i'm like i'm like 10 feet from these guys why the fuck am i looking at the screen but it looks cool and it is closer than (laughs) you could really see his fucking face on the screen right um Speaking of seeing faces on the screen, you know whose faces I like to see on the screen? What? This is a shit fucking segue. Uh, Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Oh, they got it. We got a new fucking... We got a new uh, Patreon website. Oh, thank God. They finally fucking changed this. It used to suck. Okay. Uh, uh, Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our patrons. Would you like access to bonus content like video, uh, guitar lessons, and a bonus podcast episode every week? If I'm not on vacation. I was at the link. Uh, Yes. You, and you get a personalized, individualized shout out like all these fine people. You You could be like these people. Alicia, James, new guy Mark. Tony Smog, Patrick, Nick, and Mac, Bubba, Marnus, Street Demon, Joel, Isaac, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, Colette, Andre, Blair, and Taryn say they name. What up? Hi, Mink. I'm coming for your wedding soon. I am coming for your wedding soon. Okay. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Drew Bame. Sign up for a little as $4.99. Uh, $4.99, and I'm feeling fine. Um... Okay, where are we at now? Uh, we had the show. We had my weekend. I watched the Shania documentary, Cheaply Made. Uh, Shania Twain, they fucking glo- Apparently, her name was Eileen Twain. And in the documentary, they're like, here's old Eileen Twain. And they show her on the CBC when she's like 16. And she's like singing her little heart out. And fucking, 
And then the documentary, you're like, no shit, she's fucking Eileen Twain. Like, I knew she was from Twim- Timmins, but I didn't, uh, Twimmins, Eileen Twain from Twimmins. Eileen Twain from Twimmins. Uh, but, you know, you're like, I didn't know she fucking whatever, whatever. So anyway, anyways, uh, they just like they're like, oh, here's a 16 year old Shania Twain or Eileen Twain, and then she's singing, and then all of a sudden the documentary's like, and then my parents died, and then I was the new person in Nashville, and my album was released, and you're like, okay, well, how the fuck did you go from Eileen in Timmins to Shania in Nashville? Like that is the documentary. Like you can't just be like, and then. My debut album. And you're like, okay, well, when the fuck? What happened to Eileen? <laughs> you just dead name yourself? <laughs> Shania Twain fucking dead naming herself? <laughs> Eileen died as soon as I left the province of Ontario. <coughs> but man, her shit at the end was fucked up because she married her like uh, this guy. She worked with Mutt Lang. He was like a songwriter, producer guy who did like Back in Black and shit. Gnarly producer. And they got married. And then this guy fucking... Fucks off with her best friend after 17 years of marriage. Which So you're like, how the fuck long was that going on for? But then you know what she did was she married her best friend's husband. So they just did this like weirdo wife swap. And the way that she talked about it in the documentary, it's like she, she only did that because she, this best friend stole her husband. So it's like, well, fuck you then. I'm going to steal your husband. And then this husband is like, oh, I mean, I guess Shania. Like, okay. And he, she probably doesn't even like this fucking guy. But she's probably like, fuck you, bitch. And you're fucking, I got your man now. And then, but she's really like, I want my man. But I guess I'll take your man as a constellation prize. I don't know. It just seemed fucked up. Like, that seems fucking wild. Uh, Like, she has so much heartbreak. You could just tell by looking at her. It's like, this woman is like literally heartbroken. But yo, another thing I didn't know is they, off her album, uh, fucking, she, they released 12 singles off a 16 fucking song album, which is like, that is fucking wild dude 12 singles and then it goes da 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 but the other it's like wow there was a lot of bangers on there it's like acdc album like this is what matt lang does he like every song is an album (laughs) like every song is a representation of who you are as an artist um what was I going to say? Uh, I don't know. Go, oh, here's a good uh, promotional consideration for this week of Drew is also provided by our weed sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. Go to KingTutsCannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew right now for 10% off your order. Uh, let's go. I got my package just waiting in my in my mailbox right now. I haven't picked it up yet. Uh, but I know they just did a Civic Holiday one. I posted about that on Instagram. And yeah, what do they got? Cement shoes, buck nineteen. Purple space cookies. Now only a buck twenty nine. It's like they were waiting for me to show up here. Um, a cross between Durban poison and Girl Scout cookies, an indica dominant hybrid. Honestly, I love girl. I love purple space cookies so much because it's purple. And I t- I told this story before in the podcast, but Courtney one time was like, "So why? What is makes purple good?" And I was like, "What?" She's like, "Why is weed better when it's purple?" And I was like. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I honestly, I didn't know. I never even thought about it. I was like, oh, why is weed good when it's purple? Like, I never even considered that shit before. And she just fucking, she just asked me. And I was like, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to do a short one. This is the morning. I, I, I uh, anyways, no excuses. Back on the grind this week. Sorry to the Patreons. I love you guys. Uh, and yeah.
Oh yeah, no guitar either. I keep fucking this up. Guitar will come back next week too. It's summer. We're on we're on vacation. Night. <laughs>